When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Support for the Star Wars Stuff podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Yeah, that rhymes. All right. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the performance package. Join over 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with its exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code stuffpod at manscaped.com. All right, guys, sometimes you got to do some maintenance. You got to do some trimming and either you hurt yourself or you don't do a good job and it's not a good feeling. All right. But Manscaped is here to help you, okay? The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. And the travel bag is in there. I almost threw mine away. (laughs) I picked up the box, and I was like, it's a little bit heavier with nothing in there and i looked and there's a really really great bag in there to hold all your stuff okay first off the lawnmower 4.0 this trimmer is the future of grooming and dare i say the greatest ball trimmer ever yeah i'm gonna go ahead and just say that i'm blown away by the performance and the craftsmanship of this trimmer the fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology that is very important. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000K LED spotlight you need for more precise shave. All right, because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess of the bathroom floor. Big plus. All right, the, the Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. That is kind of weird to say, but yes, it does include that. And that is really what I use it for. Because I do have a lot of hair, so trimming my nose hairs and my ear is something I have to do every day, and I'm using this every day for that, and it's awesome. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, tugs, and those delicate nose holes. So yeah, like I said, I use it every day, and I'm not even worried about that it's going to hurt me or anything. The Crop Preserver Below the Waist Deodorant and Crop Reviver Below the Waist Toner will change the way you approach your daily hygiene routine. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to the Performance Package 4.0, like I said, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, to, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code STUFFPOD. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code STUFFPOD at manscaped.com. All right, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code STUFFPOD. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, back to the Star Wars Stuff podcast. 
My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Darth on the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo at Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, The Force is Strong with you all. And remember, sit forward. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the Force be with you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. I'm Colin. And I'm James. And this is where we talk all things Star Wars. And uh, this is where we also survive hurricanes. And uh, yeah. yeah, how you doing? Do you want to talk about your experience? Um, so we didn't do Wednesday's podcast uh, for you know uh, known reasons, and it honestly we were very lucky. Um, I know Josh's area flooded. Didn't really hear from Mason. I I, I know he's alive, but um. Uh, and then, uh, and, uh, and then there's Matt, um, and, and he was also, um, he was also hunkered down as well because where we are in Florida, we're kind of like right in the middle of the state. So, so the storm kind of like breezed past us. There are some areas here that definitely got flooding. Um, again, we're very lucky and blessed and thankful that we didn't get too much damage we did get some ceiling, um, some water damage um, on our ceiling from the from the um, from the apartment above, but there was no leakage or anything. Uh, I was very glad that we got to move my wife's car because the parking spot that she was in it was right underneath the tree, and then we moved it, and then the very next day I looked, and there were just branches and everything right in that spot. So I'm very glad that we moved it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, um, everything's fine. We survived, uh, but we did watch the new episode of Andor with power. Um, we didn't lose power. We um, we didn't lose Wi-Fi or anything during during those two days of craziness. So very very lucky. But yeah, yeah, that's Florida. that's great to hear. I know a lot of people unfortunately got flooded and lost valuables, and I I'm not sure if there was an exact. Um, like death toll or anything that people people lost their lives right no i do not know i know like the fort myers area got like extremely flooded like the water like seven foot fort myers got hit pretty hard um we are it anytime a tragedy um happens um i just i'm it just it sucks because it's something that we can't control. Um, and my thoughts and prayers go out to the families that were, um, that were affected um, late to the party. Your friend just barely got her power and turned back on today. Yeah. Um, there are people that are still um, dealing with some, um, with power outages flooding still. Uh, it was really crazy because of the like next day after the storm, like you walk outside, it was a, clear blue sky like nothing like happened it, it, it was nuts um because of a couple of hours before that you like looked outside and a tree was like looking like it was a hand and, and it was like waving to you through the window so it's yeah. it's a very crazy thing to jump from that to just a very calm setting so uh again um uh, my thoughts and praise go out to everyone that was uh, affected by the hurricane um but yeah yeah, well, awesome. Yeah, I also found out that uh, one of our uh, frequent guest hosts, Kyle Wagner, he was 
he was uh he was good um also craig who also lives in that area mm-hmm. uh, his family's doing good so um yeah we're just happy that no one uh, directly got affected and yeah if, if um anything happened i mean yeah like colin said like thoughts and prayers go out to you guys and i hope uh you make it through this and um Andor episode four dropped. And what did you guys think of the changeup? I was I was kind of thinking that we were gonna get something more specific, like to Mon Mothma based. And we didn't get as much as Mon Mothma as in like Senate. I, I see your face there, Colin. So I thought we we're gonna get more Senate chamber, more on Coruscant, but we did get Coruscant, which was yeah. which I was totally happy for. So what did you guys think about episode four? I, um, I'm sorry. I'll let you go, Colin. No, 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 no. Oh, me? Oh, okay. Um, I am I am liking the way the story is being told because I'm also looking at it as just a regular show, not as a Star Wars show. The first three episodes have already established this isn't a Star Wars typical show. And so for me, when they introduce Mon Mothma and you just hear a little bit, you don't get everything because that's not where the story is right now. The story we're going to find out later on what she's up to. And I like the fact that they're, they're kind of alluding to it. And if you're not a star Wars fan, you're going to be like, well, what's, what is she talking about? What do you mean? Like, what, 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 what are they, what are they discussing and everything? And I think it's really cool the way they're doing that. They're not just going like her and they could have easily had her go into the, to that shop and then been like, um, you don't realize what I'm doing for the rebellion right now. And blah, blah, blah. No, they never mentioned it at all. And I was like, I like this. I like that they're te- they're treating it as just a regular show and a regular story, and they're gonna unfold everything as it goes. And um, I, I think it's I think it's awesome. I think it's really really good how they're doing it. And I loved this episode. So I it was really funny because of this episode. Definitely felt disconnected from the first three because you definitely had that Star Wars vibe. You like I I mean. Uh, um, uh, of the first couple of uh, shots of just you know ha- happening were you know of going through hyperspace and 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 then they're kind of foreshadowing of what's going to happen to Cassie in, in the future where he gives his life for the rebellion and and all that stuff and I was like oh cool and then you end up going to Coruscant you're like oh my gosh this is sick this is awesome and then you see more of the Empire you see a couple of Tie Fighters like. All of that to me was just like, all right, Star Wars, awesome. Those first three episodes were just like something out of um, uh, out of Cyberpunk, out of uh, out, uh, out of Blade Runner. Uh, I it definitely you know is a Star Wars show, but you can definitely tell that um, that the person that wrote it was not a big Star Wars fan. But then you watch this episode, and you just have that whole room full of Easter eggs. And then you just question everything that was reported for the show based off of that one scene. Um, because I uh, kind of going um, ahead of ourselves, but you end up seeing Star Killer's armor from uh, uh, from Force Unleashed, and it's like I never thought I would see that on screen. And we were told that there weren't going to be that b- big Star Wars Easter eggs or anything like that. It wasn't to give fans a lot of fan service in the show. So just seeing that was just like threw me off guard. and was like, Oh my gosh, it's star Wars. So it's, um, I got a feeling that for the rest of the show, it's going to be going back and forth. But for the next episode, I think we will focus on, 
um, more of the stuff happening in the Senate. And then it will be that and then the heist going on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I think we'll be going back and forth. And I think in the next episode, we will see a direct um, connection to Palpatine. And we'll, and we'll learn more about what's happening during this time period and what kind of happened um, to the Senate after Revenge of the Sith. Because it's not talked about that much. Like, I mean, in Rogue One and, and Rebels, it was like, you know, here's the Senate. You know, they're there, but they really have no power. The person that has real power is the Emperor. And I think we'll see that happening through the Andor series and that will lead up to the events of Rogue One. So I'm very, very excited to see where the show is going to go. But this episode was awesome. I loved it. Loved all the Easter eggs. Uh, I I, uh, I loved the scene of where Luthen just walked in the room, put on a wig and was like, all right, like I'm, I'm, I'm this new character. And, and, uh, and I'm not sure That's if you guys great. noticed, but uh, the, uh, the part where he puts on the wig um like and in and one scene it looks like you know like a fake wig but then in the next scene it looks like hair like there's like um there is like a direct um like connection to the head where it doesn't look like a wig like it looks directly like hair and and it's like oh so is that the kind of technology cosmetology that they have (laughs) in the star wars universe where like oh i'm gonna put on a wig wig technology i I don't know I never it's, thought I, I would. It's pretty great, though. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that. And some uh, more more um, mob mob rules. Mob rules. Sorry, I don't know why it took me forever to say that. I'm hyped for a dinner party episode. Original trilogy would never. Lol. That's true. We almost got <laughs> we almost got a dinner party in Empire Strikes Back, but they cut away, which is really yeah. unfortunate. But you know, when Darth Vader's there at the table, I would love to have seen that scene. Um, oh man, and Sly Moore is going to be a guest. I know. I know. Cool that that is the direct connection to the emperor because of her character was um uh their character uh knew about um about palpatine's like you know his um his drive and what mm-hmm. he wanted to do and become the emperor and everything so seeing them there at the table is going to be very very um interesting it's because we never really heard her um like heard them speak on screen at all so and uh, just for those who don't know who she is, uh, can, you, can you tell us who, who that person is? Okay. Uh, so in um, the, the best way to describe her is uh, in the prequels, you saw that Palpatine was right there. To the left was David James. Someone help me out. Was the blue guy, not Max Rebo. Um, <laughs> the other blue guy. Star Wars. Yeah. But the other tall blue guy that, that had the horns going out of his head. And then, mm-hmm. To the other side um, uh, was Slymore. She's bald. She has like white eyes. Um, okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. So, she was in uh, the yeah. And I don't think it's confirmed yet if the original actress is coming back, but um, that that, that played her in the sequels. But we'll see. yep, <laughs> yep, that's her. She give me a warning, man. <laughs> I just yeah, if you're watching like, this oh. on YouTube, yeah, you can see her on screen right now. Yeah. So yeah, that's Sly Moore. And yeah, the guy that you're referring to, Colin, it's blue with the horns. That's uh, yeah. Masamita. And he was actually go. referenced as well, but uh, he was given another, like he uh, he was mentioned by his title name. So he was, uh, his title, then they mentioned Sly Moore. Um, yeah. I believe that was Mon Mothma's husband. Could you uh, imagine, could, could you imagine of just being at that 
dinner table and being like, oh, we actually have a surprise guest. And then Palpatine just walks in. And he's like, hello. I am I am here for the blue shrimp. And it's just no, like, I just want what's her name. I just want what's her name there with those same eyes, just looking at everybody at the table while they're eating, just like just looking back and forth. It's it's gonna be very interesting, uh, because we don't know what happened to some of these characters until now. And I think mm-hmm. um uh I think we'll definitely see that explained because we don't see slime more, we don't see um uh mess how do you say his name? Maz uh, Amida, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I always heard uh, Mas Amida. Yeah, Mas Amida uh, and Slymore. We don't see them in the original trilogy. We like. I feel like we would have saw them in Return of the Jedi. So it's like, oh, okay. Um, so what happened to them? And I think we'll mm-hmm. kind of see their journey too. I'm excited to see more. I mean, it's kind of funny to say, but I'm 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 excited to see the politics um, kind of addressed during this time yes. Um, uh, yes. time period, which is really funny because a lot of people didn't like the that they had <laughs> politics in the politics prequels. in Star Wars. No, no, way. yeah, Why would they but that? but it's yeah, it's, it's very yeah. interesting because it's not real. So yeah, so it's yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's a good point. Is yeah, I I it's weird to say. But yeah, the this dinner is gonna be super entertaining. I think it's gonna be really, really well done. The conversations are gonna have are all gonna be like, what? Um, I, yeah, I think it's. I think this is gonna be really great. This next episode. Um, so let's let's kind of talk about these Easter eggs because okay. we got a ton of them in uh, Luthen's Luthen's. Um, his, Wait, uh, James, James, this is Andor. We don't get Easter eggs and. No, oh, that's right. Well, okay, so that no, was my, that's what, that was my point. That's where I was no going to go. No fan service, not no at all. Fan service. So, like, what happened? They, I think they did it the right way. I think they did it the right way, and that they weren't like they oh, lowered our expectations. This. Look at no, no, not even that. It's just like they 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 show it, but they're not even going to address it. It's just like we're just going to keep going. Like yeah. it's there. If you see it, that's awesome. If not. Don't worry about it. We're just gonna well, keep going. So because you think what'd you say? I I I just don't think you you can honestly miss the Easter eggs. Um well yeah, but they're not gonna draw attention to it. Like they the the, the framing of it is okay, we're gonna put them here, and then yeah, you yeah. can see that back there. But what I love about it is that you know they're not gonna mention Star Killer like in the show. They're not gonna mention the the Wookiee uh battle armor or the Gungan, you know, or that for instance. I mean that one they might actually mention. But, well, so <laughs> but that was actually else... very interesting. Um, yep. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, you if you go back to um, the stones, David. Okay, there you go. All right. So with these stones, um, it this is also very interesting because during this time, um, we thought that the uh, that that the temple on Lothal, that happened um, during the timeline of the Rebels near the um, end of the final season, right? Mm-hmm. But that hasn't happened yet during the Andor timeline, so maybe this is a different temple, and maybe this is what kind of leads them to the temple on Lothal. Well, this is probably what makes, what makes Palpatine interested in the yeah. temple, anyways. Like this, this right here is probably this is going to come in hand. This is going to come into play later on with Palpatine and why he wants. Yeah. Ezra to open the door and everything. Yeah. Um, 
So, so I want to just picture this in my head. So Tony Gilroy is writing the Star Wars show, and he's killing it. It's amazing. Do you think in the span of those few years, he was like, all right, show me everything. I want to watch everything. And he just took, like, just watched all Star Wars. Do you think uh... he did that? And then now he's like, okay, I can have some fun. And then he just, he now he's going to start to throw stuff in, but he's not doing it. <sighs> To be like, oh, look at this. It's just like it's there. Like it, it's all like he's he's putting it in there. Or do you think this is somebody in the production designing office who was like, we can I think cool in here. I think maybe Dave Filoni walked on set one day and then maybe he talked to Doug Chang and they were like, All right, how about we do you know something like this? How about we pull this from here? Because of I because of he he specifically said that like there there wasn't going to be fan service or like any of that stuff. He was coming off and saying like I'm not a Star Wars fan. So me going into this was like, "Oh, okay, it's going to be Star Wars, but it's not going to be Star Wars." And that's what I got in the first three episodes. So I was like, "All right, cool." But then you watch this episode and you're like, "This is all out of left field because you are contradicting of what you said earlier because I'm seeing stuff that I never thought I would ever see. I'm very excited, but you said that we want to get this. So now I'm very interested of what the rest of the show is going to be." What you got, David? I'm kind of thinking that Tony Gilroy maybe had a baseline of Star Wars lore and understanding, and then he wrote his scripts, and he crafted the story, and then he turned it into the story group. And Pablo and everyone there looked it over and said, well, we can put this in there, that in there. And this just kind of like filled in the blank spaces where you could actually put some of these really cool Easter eggs in. And I got to hand it to him. This this was a pretty, like, cool, like, treasure trove and, like, a huge fan of Easter eggs delight. I mean, looking at this thing, I knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to talk, like, 40 minutes about this one room because there's so much (laughs) stuff here. So if you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, you can see that number one Easter egg is, of course, the Sith armor that... Uh, star killer wears in the video games um you can see you can see the the wookie helmet that we all see in revenge of the sith on kashik uh that's number two number three i'm not so sure that that's jangle fett's armor but it is i was thinking that too mandalorian armor yeah and four is uh that kind of like family kind of uh hereditary heirloom for for twi'leks that we've seen in rebels i believe um, yep. where once a Twi'lek actually has uh, a family, each generation puts a piece and adds a piece on. I forgot what the specific name was. And number five, what what exactly was that? I don't remember anymore. Um, That is the Horn of Gondor from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um, that might be a Wookiee horn, perhaps, but... um. I wanted to go back to the Star Killer armor real quick. I won't talk that long about it, but a lot of people, especially the other pages, are um, I'm not gonna say who, but <laughs> they are um, they are they are <laughs> definitely clickbaiting people saying that Star Killer is canon. That is not true. This is just be like, and here's a reason why that's not true is because of if Star Killer was his like in the game have you guys played the game um i yes. only played the first one i didn't play um, okay i didn't play the second one okay so 
do you remember how OP he was? Like he, um, he was, um, his character was created to be this very overpowered um, uh, force wielder. And if he's canon, then that's going to contradict a lot of stuff, but um, and including a story because of his story um, is the birth of the rebellion. And I think maybe that's why they added this Easter egg uh, in here because the show is about the birth of the rebellion as well. Uh, and, and in that story, he saves Princess Leia. They, he ends up going to Kashyyyk. There's actually a lot of Easter eggs like Kashyyyk and everything pointing towards Force Unleashed because that game was remarkable. It was fantastic before it was canon. And there's also um, somebody also deciphered some uh, some Arabesh uh, that's right next to um, it's right next to to his armor or like somewhere around it. But it's like on this kind of broken out uh, brick that has Arabesh on it. And it says Ram Koda on it, which was the Jedi that trained Starkiller in the game. Uh, so it's it's. I do not think I, I I don't like that people are saying that he's canon because his story um, will contradict a lot of things in now canon uh, because that story just would not make sense at all. Um, and yeah, Starkiller's well, canon. Indiana Jones is canon. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because of you've got the golden idol. Um, didn't we also see the Indiana Jones whip like in, in Carbonite yes. as well? And, yeah, and the whip yeah. is there. Uh, uh, and then we great. also saw the um, we also saw this uh, car stones from Indiana Jones and Temple Doom. And there's as well. Coons, um, yeah. his face mask, which is now. Depressing. Do we know if that's actually Plo Coons no, or, it's, it's or probably no, we don't. right? It's, but there's a lot of people not. saying it's Plo Coons though, and it's just like you guys. It, could be i mean theoretically but i mean there's there's other there's other species of him so i i know i'm fine with that but people that are coming out and saying like oh like star killer is canon that is plo coon's mask it's just dating back to when we saw that first episode of mandalorian season two of where Cobb vanth is coming out on his speeder and everyone's like that's anakin's pod racer engine it's like (laughs) no it's not (laughs) Just because it just because it is looks like it doesn't mean that yeah, it is right. Like right, it walks like a duck, like, talks like yeah. a duck. It's a mongoose. No, it's, it's true serum. Um, so one thing <laughs> I liked about this uh, this episode was whenever Andor is is hiking through the, the 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 mountains of Scotland, which I believe that's where they filmed it, right? Scotland. I mean, I don't know where they filmed it, but it looks it looks amazing wherever they because that's location. But whenever you see the Tie Fighters for the first time, I thought that was really well well done because you hear it and then you see it and it's just like this like this it kind of makes you like nervous and i was i was like that's so cool how they did it a good reveal that shot also reminds me of the planet bogana um from jedi fallen order um it's yeah and uh and i it's it's either that planet or planet Zepho, but I just remember of being in the mountains and that, and they would definitely have TIE fighters fly by and stuff. So that that definitely that shot definitely reminded me of that from the game. And then now we are getting uh, the Empire is going to start to to get in on Andor. Like I said, that the one guy, the security guy, his one this his choice to pursue this is now getting the Empire involved in Andor's dealings, and. Um, 
yeah, all all the Empire stuff, all these, all of them. I thought this was really great, and I'm watching it, kind of thinking if they did a whole episode like this, I would be perfectly fine. You know, <laughs> with just with them in a room talking about things and discussing like what's happening in the galaxy and everything. I was like, oh, this is great stuff. Um, it just feels good. It just feels really great and fresh. I love it. This guy looks uh, like a descendant of uh, Peter Cushing here, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I, I thought you were going to say yeah. that. Too. Yeah, because of the haircut. Um, the facial structure. Yeah, well. the facial features, yeah. Looks very <laughs> gaunt. Okay, for Cyril's character, uh, do you think that after everything that happened to him in the first three episodes, um, and just seeing him in this episode and... And he's in Coruscant. He kind of goes to the lower levels and sees his mom and everything. Um, do you think that he's going to join the Rebel Alliance? Do you think he kind of looks back at his choices and being like, okay, that kind of went far. I didn't like how the Empire handled that. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to join the, uh, the the Rebel Alliance. Or do you think we're not at that point yet and we'll see something else that will make him um change i mean yeah part of me thinks yes like what you said colin like he will join the rebellion and then part of me thinks he's got to come back with vengeance like he's going to come back even more um angrier and he's going to be more determined to bring down andor and he's going to be a great um adversary to him i mean that's kind of where my mind goes but then also looking at his at that moment in episode three when the, he got tricked just that that realization on him and he's just devastated i was like that is really really great hold on go back was were those numbers were those <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> so actual numbers are canon now in the star wars yep. universe that aren't arabesh well there you go but one thing that made well, me laugh guys. was what um I read a long time ago, actually, that uh, English and Arabic numbers are actually canon. I mean, they can be used. I mean, Ar- Arvesh and English is can also, I mean, coexist. So it's not anything that's out of the ordinary. So it's not like a big mistake or anything. No, which, oh, no, uh, I, 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 I didn't think it was a mistake. I, I love that he sees his mother. She, she slaps him in the face and gives him a hug. And they just leave his stuff out there in the hallway. You know what I mean? <laughs> he puts his bags down and he just walks in. Uh, so his mom is uh, is actually the second Harry Potter actor um, that it, that is in this show. Uh, she was the um, kind of like the neighbor guardian of Harry Potter. Yeah, Mrs. After Fig. Said, yeah. Yeah, and um, uh, Order of the Phoenix. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's funny, but yeah, his yeah, we haven't seen the last of him um, at all, and I think one or two things is gonna happen. Either he's gonna he's gonna join the rebellion, or he's gonna be really really pissed off at the rebellion. So I don't know, David. What's your what's your thought? Where do you think he's gonna go uh, going forward? I actually didn't think that he would join the rebellion. I think he would just maybe kind of chill out at home with his mom and then come back, maybe even. More kind of forthright that. and and just maybe try and scale the ladder of the empire. I mean, it's right now he's like kind of on the outside looking in. Maybe he reapplies. Maybe Deidre sees something that catches their eye on his on his history or resume or whatever, and he's brought back into the fold. And I remember you you t- you were telling me that he was maybe done for the series. 
Well, yeah, because I IMDb so. only had him for three episodes, and then I was like, wait, yeah. no, it's not. And then I looked at other people, yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay, well, it doesn't. Yeah, and you're right, it doesn't make sense because anybody can add to IMDb and uh, and everything like that. But I I just find it really great that when when he sees the explosion, when he sees that he got tricked, like his whole way of thinking, his whole his whole life is changed right there, and he's just distraught. And I, I thought they showed that very, very well. And what does he do? He goes home to mom. I mean, come on. What else? What else is a guy got to do if his whole life just gets turned upside down? <laughs> He's going to go home and see his mother. And um, yeah, I, I all of care. All of these characters are interesting in the show. Like everybody has something going on that makes me want to keep watching each week. And I, I think that's really great writing on a like. It's not just for Star Wars, but like for any show like that. That's that's yeah. a good show. Whenever. You have characters that all have something happening and you just want to keep checking in each week to see how their story is going to grow. And I, I love that it's in this show. And I think, I don't know, like I said, I'm excited to see where each of these characters is going to, is going to go. And uh, we only have what, one more sleep, right? And then we're, we're there. Yep. We're there. We're yep. Episode Every five. Wednesday, 3 a.m. Excited. Eastern standard time, of course. So yeah. And like, I remember David last week was like, all right, so I got house of the dragon on Sunday. And then I got, Andor on Wednesday, She-Hulk on Thursday, and then the Rings of Power on Friday. Which that episode was amazing. I wish we could just talk about that because that was incredible as well. Rings of Power like up their game. I'll allow it. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh man, yeah, Yeah, no that. That show is on fire, man. Like, um, uh, there are some. some He's really gonna like, do oh. it. He's doing well, it. He's like, doing I, I mean, oh, man, just, like just for a little bit, just for a little bit, not, not the whole. Uh, oh, okay. So every single Friday, uh, I'm so glad that I have Fridays and Saturdays off because of I, uh, um, on Thursday I wait until midnight until it comes out so I can watch it like right away, and I'm so glad I do, um, because every single time I'm, I'm not disappointed. The first couple episodes were slow, but honestly, like it's 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 been killer. It's been fire, and the budget for that show has um you can definitely see it being used, <laughs> and and I'm very um that makes me excited for the skeleton crew because that is going to be the second highest um uh show for its budget um ever like in TV show history, so um. <laughs> It's it's really weird that we're getting to that stage now where these television shows are getting feature film budgets. I know, and but sometimes that's what even, makes it great, even more than feature film budgets. Like, yeah. I mean, their TV is 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 the way to do it now. Like, everyone's jumping on it. I mean, like I said, look at where we are now. Like, I haven't been in the movies in a very long time because I have House House of the Dragon, Andor, She Hulk, yeah, and uh, Rings of Power all coming out right now, and I'm I'm good. I'm set. And it's just crazy to think that that's that's the way it all is now, and and it was the worst box office month in September. Yes, that's like right. Past like seventeen years or something. Mm, I wonder Sep- why that was. Yeah. September and August are usually the slow like type oh, yeah, seasons, and then yeah. you got um, February, like January and February, where they're kind of slow too. Um, but, but it's historically bad though that's what i'm i i i trust me i know trust <laughs> me i know i um i'm excited for you know the upcoming year um for movies unfortunately we're not getting a star wars movie until 2025 but we're probably going to find Which out gives the tv shows that budget now now yeah, exactly. yeah that's now. why yep um 
and, and okay, so should we uh, should we shift gears to that weird news story yes. that came out about? Hold on, I got one more thing to say about that. I'm glad you brought that up, James, about ha- having a like, not really having to stay home, but having that luxury of watching House of the Dragon, then you watch Andor, and then you watch She Hulk, and then Rings of Power. So yeah, I mean, I'm a big football fan, so on Amazon I can watch. Thursday night football, then lead into rings of power. And, and oh, the, that's the thing great. about what Amazon does is they release it before they claim that it's available at midnight. Cause I mean, you can, I can, the football game ends and then I just switch over and I just start watching the next episode. Oh, that's awesome. It's really cool. And then Sunday night football happens. And if that game's not so great, that show drops kind of in the middle of that game. So yeah, House I just of Dragons. for that. Yeah, House of the Dragon um, drops at five o'clock uh, Pacific, which is pretty great, and um, yeah, and that last episode was pretty good. It, it's weird. It's weird that these TV shows are are cinema quality um, shows. I mean, She Hulk is eh, not cinema quality, but it's very entertaining. I mean, I'm just saying it's still a, a highly entertaining show, and I'm still digging it. But the other three are like crazy, crazy quality of 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 shows um star wars game of thrones is what i want we all wanted that we all thought okay we're gonna give it give us that (laughs) and um we all know how that went but so let's let's uh let's 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 shift gears a little bit so a certain celebrity was asked about star wars this week and this certain celebrity by the name of christian bale made a made a really funny uh it wasn't a joke but he was just like they're like you know who would you play in star wars and he was like i want to play the guy who hit his head, the stormtrooper who hit his head in New Hope. Yeah. He he said that's always it always made him laugh, and he goes and it's so funny. And he goes that's Not Jackson the Rabbit. But then then Pablo Hidalgo, uh, was it today or was it yesterday? Where he he tweeted? Yeah, I that. think it's today. He tweeted that he wants Christian Bale to play. Um, uh, yeah, there's Christian Bale. If you don't know him, I don't know. <laughs> so who's the, who is this guy? I forgot his name. He's a uh... Jackson the Space Rabbit. Jackson, yeah, Man. he had a whole comic book series. Um, they actually did like a like a, I think a couple of months back, maybe almost a year, they actually started selling, um, that action figure like in black series form, and it came with the comic <laughs> that he's from. Uh, but it's really funny because no one's talking about how Tom Hardy played a stormtrooper, but it never actually made it to the big screen, and yeah. uh, uh, and and I thought it did. I, I thought he played one of the executioner troopers. No. No, no, no. Um, it was a it was a whole That's deleted scene of Tom of Tom Hardy talking to Finn on the elevator, and it just it never it never made it. We would have and had the first butt slap in Star Wars if that scene had stayed in there. Because yep. Tom Hardy's character slaps Finn in the in the behind mm. to congratulate him. That honestly oh. would have changed my whole like perspective of the last jedi right there like if, if, if that scene showed up i would have been like all right great movie no i'm just kidding um no but James Bond played. but um but yeah yeah, yeah yeah so christian bill you know and then he said though he he still has all his old action figures yeah He's still, he is a huge star wars fan which i don't know it's one of those things you never hear i don't know i think every celebrity kind of is i just don't want to admit it and he finally <laughs> let let out i'm a star wars fan i've been one for, for a long time and then he and then he says well he goes, well, I know Kathy Kennedy. She was the producer on uh, Empire of the Sun when he, he was like, what was he, like 11, 12 years old when he was in that movie? 
So he's known her for years and years and years. And so he was like, I mean, I can. it's almost as if he was telling, I could just call her whenever I want, probably, and, <laughs> and get a part in one of these movies. Um, okay, so here's the question. Would you want to see Christian Bale in a Star Wars project? David is shaking his head. No. <laughs> Colin, what do you? Well, okay, why, David? Why? Don't say The Dark Knight um, Rises. It's been over 10 years since that. So <laughs> <laughs> he, he gets a little past there. Uh, (laughs) I think he would do I think what actually Christian Bell would do an actually pretty good job I think maybe with like Grand Admiral Thrawn someone like that Um, oh don't say that bro man now I'm seeing him with like the red eyes and oh my gosh yeah no I I I see that I could see him definitely doing um, Thrawn but it's it's just I don't want anyone just to play Thrawn I want the same actor that played him in rebels like that is my dream and i think we will get that we'll find out next year most likely uh but i just i really really want that to happen um it's so here's the answer to your question by asking another question okay well before you go on before you go on david were you were you done there with uh with what with christian bale uh you're you said you had bale fatigue the other day too (laughs) yeah i mean he's not like one of my most favorite actors and i know he comes up a lot with uh, the younger generation of yeah he's my favorite actor yeah he needs to be more stuff and his response that he gave in that interview it's kind of like well i mean that's the response that pretty much every popular working actor is gonna give they they all were star wars fans that's what inspired them they all have toys i mean look at chris evans he's a huge star wars fan he said the same thing too he wants to be in a star wars something in a star wars film but i think i like chris evans way more than i would like christian bale to be in in star wars so. mm. well, but i mean yeah. if if he's in yeah if he if he plays someone like thrawn that'd be pretty cool i guess but um See, yeah i, I think you want to be a good guy <laughs> I want him to be a good guy because he's a great actor and he has, you know, he it's just lately, not lately, it's just sometimes people just see him as the villain. And which mm. I don't know. I mean, he did American Psycho, which yeah, yeah. It was weird. And then he just did Thor Love and Thunder. Where he was the villain. Right? Talk where about he was, that here. Where, yeah, where he was the villain in Thor Love and Thunder. So now everybody's like, oh yeah, Christian Bell would be a great villain. It's like, what he was, he that was like his first villain comic book roles so i see him as a good guy like if he plays a supporting actor character not a han solo-esque but a supporting character of the main character i'm like that would be a stacked cast yeah yeah american psycho but imperial how no that doesn't okay uh what what you don't see him as a good guy well okay so there are some Okay, so there are some actors that can play a mix of villains and um, and heroes, right? Christian Bale, I see him as the anti-hero. I see him playing the darker, like, not the dark side characters, but of, like, the characters that really um, wear their darkness, like, on their shoulder. Like, they are just full out, um, like, not evil, like but Darth just Vader. in the... Like Batman. Well, honestly, <laughs> Batman is 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 the best example, and I think that's why Christian Bale did such a great job as uh, uh as that character because you know people look at heroes, you know, like for example, Henry Cavill, Superman, Captain America, Chris Evans. Like, I mean, 
those like characters really i mean those actors to me represent those characters now when i look at christian bale i see him playing these um these characters that have a like a dark past but they're trying to do um something right uh going towards the future and that's honestly you know for example um for the new thor uh movie uh he um his character gore um just wanted to bring justice um to uh i'm wait hang on max rebo biopic <laughs> bail place max's controlling manager that'd be a hell of a movie uh by tony gilroy <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, but for uh, for Gore the God Butcher's character, he 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 was kind of misunderstood. He, to him, it was just like he lost his daughter and everything because he saw that the gods weren't spoilers. acting. Um, spoilers. Well, at this point, the movie's on DVD, so spoilers, guys. But uh, DVD. Uh, yes, throwback. You're welcome. Um, uh, <laughs> look at James' face. <laughs> I'm just no, but. Uh, uh, no, but but the uh, but he wanted justice because the gods weren't you know doing what he thought yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the gods were supposed to be doing, and then he wanted to take down all the gods because his daughter died, and he didn't want that to happen to anyone else. Okay, so what does Batman do? He becomes Batman, so no child yeah, has to. Yeah, he so. He becomes Batman so that no child has to go through what Bruce Wayne did. And honestly, I see that in Christian Bale. <laughs> stop it. No, stop. No, but like it's, it's... <laughs> but yeah. so Where I see Christian Bale playing those characters. Um of the, those type of characters. I can't see Chris Evans, you know, playing Grand Admiral Thrawn. I can't see um uh he's not British or well, it doesn't it it doesn't matter. It, 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 like like I I just I I don't see him playing you know of the Luke Skywalker Han Solo type character. I don't see him playing the supporting character. I see him as a character with a dark past, and I know that is kind of um, character um, actor stereotyping. I think is the term for it. But it's it. But you know, for example, there's also Michael J. Fox. He never really, I mean, be, be because he got Parkinson's and stuff later. But um, after uh, Back to the Future, he really never did anything um, after that because he was always known as Marty McFly, and uh, and they really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, typecasting. There you go. That's the term. So, so I, I think, I think also the other big reason is his face is just too famous. He's too famous to just drop him in in Star Wars. It would be kind of jarring, you know. I mean, yeah. Star Wars is really kind of a playground for unknowns or up-and-coming actors. There are know, actors know. like Bill Burr that work, though, because I just got done He's not tremendously famous, though. Yeah. I, I, I know, but but of, of being the type of comedian that he is, it works so well in Star Wars. And in and, and the last episode that he was in, in The Mandalorian, was like like pure bliss. It um His... <laughs> character like fit perfectly in that he definitely got his redemption um and you could definitely see um the actor putting um some of his real life perspective into the character and i think that was like you know awesome um not i think we not every pull up <laughs> who hates what? star wars more tony gilroy or bill burr 
Bill Burr's going to win. Bill Burr will win 100%. Going to landslide. But it's funny because he did such a great job, though. Like, he he crushed his role. Like, he he did a fantastic job. I mean, look at him and look at him. The Tony Gilroy effect. You don't care and you do great. (laughs) Hey, there you go. He's just, I don't really like Star Wars, but I'm just going to make a really great story and everything. But I think, I think Gilroy is now a Star Wars fan. I think he, um, I think he is now on, I think he's with us. Uh, speaking of with us, okay, this is nothing to do with what we were just talking about. So I just started watching uh, Yellowstone and um, I'm only literally in the first episode. I was going to start watching Yellowstone. James. Really? What's All right, I just started today so we could talk about it. Um, All right. There's a part, Patreon. We'll do commentary. <laughs> there's a part where they're looking for cattle and he goes, what's that number? And he goes, it's one one three eight. He goes, okay, one one three. And I was like, I was like Taylor Sheridan. Like, are either you're a Star Wars fan or you were just going like, I'm just gonna think of a random. There's no way he thought of a random number. One one three eight is super. And they even say it. They don't say eleven thirty eight. They say one one three eight. And I was like, now there's a it, guy, yeah, who could write an incredible Star Wars story. I mean, but too bad he's got like a billion projects. I like know Johnson he's and Tyga so busy. And... But yeah, that goes back to what I was just saying earlier about all these people now that are like working actors and creators. They're all Star Wars fans. They all drop those type of Easter eggs in there. So it was it was so funny. I was like, no way. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to see what type of story Taylor Sheridan would come up with for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I think that would just be. Like yeah, it's kind of ironic. Movie. I was watching a YouTube video on Taylor Sheridan. I, I learned oh, no. her story. And uh, yeah, he owns like a quarter of a million acres in Texas. Nice. Yeah. And in case you don't know, he wrote uh, the movie Sicario. He wrote Sicario 2. Um, he also wrote uh, Hell or High Water. And um, um, yeah, he's he nominated he for an Academy Award for that. He didn't win, yes. did he? Okay. He should have. Yeah, he's 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 one of the best one of the best screenwriters out there right now. And, yeah, and he's he's, he's pretty much a real cowboy too. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, Wind River. Yeah, he also did a movie called Wind River with uh Yes. Yeah, that's a great movie. Great great movie. That's a guy who needs to be on Star Wars, but he needs to be on Star Wars whenever he's not thinking about a million other things like all these other people have been doing lately. Yeah. And um it goes back to Taika and his Thor Love and Thunder. Don't get me started yeah it's it's pretty crazy how taika's stock has dropped so severely man and only only if he had a project that would you know that was you know maybe not on the shelf anymore that would probably help him get out of that rut hmm what see i don't i think that i think they would have i think they would have taken it away from him after how love and thunder did honestly and I even I even heard on the set he was just like he didn't take a lot of things serious while he was filming it. Like he was just just going and doing his own thing. And then I just found out uh, I know this is nothing about Star Wars, but I just found out the other day that you know Blade is being rewritten yeah. because nobody nobody read the script until last week. Like Kevin Feige had not read the script until just last week, and it was and, like they really yeah. fund the movie. And get everything going, and then they read the script, and it, it just—it's kind of strange because Kevin Feige's also like crazy busy, busy. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it, it, it's so—I it, it, don't know. 
it's just really it's just really strange and so i'm everyone's wondering did taika even read um did taika did a uh, kevin feige even read <laughs> thor love and thunder <laughs> Colin, Colin versus Tiger, Colin versus Lottery System. Hmm. That's the poll that we should put up. That's the poll. (laughs) But no, what I was saying was people are saying uh, Kevin Feige didn't even read uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Like he was just like, yeah, yeah, Tiger's got it. And yeah, it wasn't that great, you know? So uh, I don't know. It's like you said, David, it's weird how much Tiger's stock is like dropped and to where a lot of people are like, don't do Star Wars. You know what I mean? Nobody wants him to do Star Wars anymore. And that's kind of sad because he was the hottest thing there for a bit. I kind of want some unknowns to to tackle Star Wars. Yeah. Some people that have something to prove. Some people that aren't going to just... People who can focus 100% of their, of their, their thoughts on Star Wars. Like, that's that's what we need. We need a director who can come on and that's all they're doing is Star Wars right now. Because um, all of these other people who they're bringing on are so busy, are insanely busy. Um, so, yeah, we, we need somebody who, who can focus everything on Star Wars right now. And hey, who knows? Who knows who it is? Maybe we'll see them in 2025. Yep. If we're all alive by then. I'm just kidding. All right, what's next on the agenda? <sighs> it is. What you got? It's the birthday of Jonas. <laughs> also she known as his birthday. <clears throat> Jeez, look how tall he is. He's not even wearing the, the shoes that no wait, is that John? Who? Is that... Oh, sorry. Do we know that? Do we know that guy? <laughs> nope. Oh, okay. No. I, I never never met him. Yeah. Never met um... him. Okay, I just thought that that's who that was. So yeah. how old is And neither uh, has Jonas? Chris Myatt. <laughs> that was That's such a great joke. night. It was an inside was, joke. I don't think I've ever laughed as hard in my entire no. life than that. No, night. and 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 something happened right after that. I who who was it? It was Chris. I I think it was Chris that just like he he ripped a huge one, and then we all had yeah, to yeah, like that was, run yeah. out of the room. <laughs> there was a there was a there was a woman in there too. Yeah. So yeah, Jonas, happy birthday! He turned thirty six today. Very young, very young uh, guy. And he's former basketball player from Penn State. Yep. That is a tall guy, though. I mean, he's. She's. So, yeah, I believe he's 6'11. And uh, Peter Mayhew was 7'3, I believe. Yeah, he's he's still. He will. Yeah. uh, Peter Mayhew was is was taller than him. And um, yeah, Peter Mayhew was a monster. (laughs) But yeah, so and it's great that they got a young actor. And so he because he can just keep pumping out Chewbacca roles for a very very long time so that's that's good to know so yeah happy birthday to Jonas yeah and and Jonas Swatomo does do the comic-con circuit a lot he's been to South Texas Dallas Houston all over the place and that's who I want to be a part of Star Wars someone that's going to do the comic-con and photo and photo op signature signing stuff and talk to the fans and he does podcasts too, I believe. Um, so we'll probably try we'll get and get him, him on. on. Yeah. yeah, eventually, eventually, and ho- yeah, hopefully he does come back in a film. Hopefully, there's something Chewy centric. Hopefully, there's a Disney Plus show, something. But can you imagine if they did a whole show about the um, uh, that that story there in um, 
Jedi Fallen Order where they're trying to get free the Wookiees and all that. Like after yeah, you know, that would be that would be like the craziest movie ever. There was if also they... the story. I'm sorry. Um, there was also the story in the Star Wars Battlefront Two campaign of where after you get done on Takadana and then uh, Han Solo is telling Iden, uh, he's like, actually, we are going to these coordinates, and then it sounds like they're going to Kashyyyk to go and try That's and right. free yeah, the, yeah. the rest of the Wookies as well. So I yeah. think there's a storyline there. I think they could definitely fit it into the timeline of the Mandalorian and everything because that would be really interesting to see because that's been talked about a lot like of um of of kind of bringing in the Star Wars, you know, holy trinity, which is Leia, Luke and Han and seeing them on screen even though even though it it, it would be deep fake for sure, it would still be very very cool to see after all these years of all three of them together. And it's something that we never got in the sequels which we all hoped that you would but it would be very cool. And we know that Billy Williams would be down because, you know, he he comes back for games. He comes back for the, the Lego Star Wars specials. You know, he, he does that stuff all the time. So we know he would definitely be down for coming back as Lando, like even for just a deep fake. Let me ask you this, Colin and James. What you got to do? Who is the Trinity of the prequel trilogy? Obi-Wan, Padme, and Anakin. Now, some people would say, oh, because the Clone Wars, it's Ahsoka, Anakin, and Obi-Wan. Okay, that was quick. Yeah, yeah, what he said. <laughs> I think about it all the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's Yaddle, Yero Poof, and, uh, um, and the one guy that gets shot by Jango Fett and Attack of the Clones that gets... Yeah, that one guy. Yeah, he he that, um that dinosaur Jedi. He looks yeah. like a di- yeah, he looks like a <laughs> that guy. But uh, wrong, but... it's actually Kit Fisto. So moving Ooh. on. I saw this thing where they said that uh Kit Fisto actually um saves Mace Windu's life during the um the Sidious attack. Cause he gets in his way. Like he like he like he he shoots his way uh, in between it's like a human between, shield. Uh, yeah, and that's when he gets stabbed. Do you think that I mean, honestly, I could see it happening. It would be wild. Samuel L. Jackson is is getting up there, but he's been, you know, trying to get back into Star Wars. Do you think that you know that he survived and that he I, actually? I like like that 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 he was the one that saved Grogu, and then I just I could see it happening. I don't know if I want that to happen. I think fans would be pretty excited to see him back as Mace Windu, but honestly, if they got him to come back for that. People would flip out. People would I mean, definitely flip out. He gets electrocuted, and then his—I don't know. Hey, look! Look, look, at Darth, f- look, look, look at Darth Vader getting electrocuted, and then he dies. All right, you see his skeleton, then he dies. Luke Skywalker gets electrocuted. You don't see a skeleton, but he's just getting tortured. He's not getting murdered. Okay. Okay. And then you see Mace Windu get electrocuted. You see his whole freaking skeleton, spine, ribs, right. skull. He's he's gone. He's dead. Are yeah. you ready for this argument? What what is this argument? Okay. So what makes a force wielder very powerful than they than they would be if they weren't? The dark side, their anger, their their, their frustration. At that point, you can definitely see in Mace Windu 
that his anger has taken over him. He was about to kill Palpatine. Yeah, but not... then he's screaming in pain because his arm just got sliced off. He's right. Not angry anymore. I I don't know. <laughs> I think anger, I think the dark side can do a lot in those situations. I mean, look at Darth Maul. He got cut in half, dude. He got cut in half. He fell all the way down. Who knows? Thousands like of feet all the way to the ground. And somehow he survived. If someone can get cut in half, someone can definitely get their arm chopped off, electrocuted, and thrown out the window. And I think the <laughs> anger. I sure that was the that was waiting for that. So you're like, yeah, he got chopped in half and fell. Somebody could definitely get their arm chopped <laughs> off, electrocuted, and then thrown out the window and fall like a mil- like a. There's no log in Star Wars, man. Like all that goes out the window. There like, is. Like when you did. <laughs> there <kidding>. is. <laughs> There's gravity in space. There's sound in space. There is sound in space. Everything. So it's just like all logic that you think would happen on our planet and our universe. Not going to happen. That would have solved so many things right there. Star Wars needs railings. They and actually the Emperor... make that joke in season two of Mandalorian. Of the Emperor. Um, <laughs> but no, the Emperor is a clone, though, in um, in uh, The Rise of Skywalker. He's not. Yes. That's not emperor palpatine he's a uh, yeah he because a he uses the midichlorians and he puts his soul into another body yeah yeah that's uh that's a whole other that's a thing is that but how yeah. it happened yeah yep. that's how they that's how they that's how they did it um that's but yeah the star wars needs railings that's that's what they need um but no mace windu he's gone samuel jackson could always come back as, as another something mace windu before he dies can we uh, save this recording to so like of and then when like the episode of Mace Windu comes back, then we can put this in the beginning of the episode of where James is just like, oh yeah, he's not coming back, and then like course, it goes yeah, to breaking news: Samuel <laughs> Jackson has returned. You know what? I've been saying this for a long time, and it still hasn't happened. So because I'm they're right. waiting for the right time, just don't bring something in to bring it in. Make it make sense. Hmm. And okay. if Mace Windu is the Jedi that saves Grogu, that would be a great, you know, story. Not just him popping up and be like, hey, I've been gone for all this time. So he flies in the air. He lands God knows where, gets a cab, flies back to the Jedi Temple. They would make it all these other you know, in the cab. sense than what I'm saying. Maybe he landed in the cab. There you go. And then and then he goes to the Jedi Temple. There's kids dying, but he's like, I got to get this guy out of here. And he grabs Grogu and he just leaves. I could see him in the chaos, seeing people getting slaughtered. He like sees that it's too late for the other Jedi, and he's in and and, and and he sees Grogu, you know, about to get killed by those clones in that flashback in Book of Boba Fett, and then all of a sudden the clones turn around and Mace Windu, you know, force pushes them and maybe you know, yeah. yeah, like oh sorry, hang on. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh uh so he so he just ends up like you know just going full ballistic at that at that point. I think Mace Windu is trying to collect himself. I think he's still angry, conflicted, you know. No one something that we learned from Boba Fett, you know, you change through these big life, you know, altering events. Getting your arm chopped off and getting thrown out a window. I would definitely be a different person than I was before. So I, I, I could definitely just see him being very upset and just kind of conflicted of being like, oh, just being like, he's just a little upset. It's fine. 
I could just see him being just conflicted with like, oh my gosh, maybe Count Deku was right. I can't believe that I just got my arm chopped off by the chosen one and never trusted him. And this is all happening to me. And 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 we just see him go full psycho on the clones. And then he sees Grogu. And then he's reminded of Yoda and the Jedi. And that kind of brings him back. He saves Grogu. He leaves the planet. And then we kind of see of where he was all those years. Man, Colin's really Boom. thought about this, huh? I have. So, yeah, while we're trying to figure out who uh, Masamita was, he's uh, actually in our background right above uh, Mace Windu next to Grievous. Speaking of Mace oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, 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 look. Oh, there he's he is. just yeah, right there waiting. <laughs> he's just awaiting Wait. his He's waiting his return. And he's also right here. But what if... Uh, oh, what if... What if... Uh, what's his name from... Uh, oh, what's his, the, the guard that we just saw on Andor... Um, what if he he goes to the lower levels and go to deck goes to Dex's diner in the next episode? Then he's just there by himself, all sad, drinking Jawa. Like that would just be the funniest. <laughs> it just cuts to him in the diner by himself, just oop, just drinking uh, Jawa juice and yeah. yeah, that's what I want to see in the next episode. <laughs> but anyway, uh, all right. So uh, what else? What else was that? Did we cover all the bases today, or do we... uh, Tales of the Jedi is coming up uh, this month? Ooh, that's right. We're in, we're in October. Yep, very there very exciting is. stuff. Uh, the uh, first three episodes will you know be Ahsoka's journey, and then you go into the next three episodes, which is about um, Count Dooku's journey from a Jedi to falling to the dark side, most likely. Uh, and y- there's a, a couple of scenes in the trailer that show Ahsoka at Padme's funeral and Revenge of the Sith. That's um, it's very sad, and I and it's um, I think we're definitely gonna get scenes from Ahsoka, um, from uh, from the movies that maybe we never like, never thought that we would see, like just kind of see her perspective and just different events that are happening in the galaxy. I think we'll definitely get stuff from the book. Um, I, I I know for a while there during an Attack of the Clones. Uh, like after Clone Wars came out, they were trying to make um, the Jedi Patissa um, part of the younglings um, when Obi-Wan is going to Yoda um, and talking to him about like why Kamino isn't on the star map anymore or anything. Mm-hmm. There is a um, there's a girl that's the same species as Ahsoka and they try to make her um, make it canon that that was Ahsoka, but they realized that it was it wouldn't work in the timeline because she was way too young in that scene. Yeah, uh, but we could definitely see something, you know, aligns of maybe her, maybe even meeting. Well, no, because I was going to say she like never met Grogu because I could see them trying to tie in Grogu in some way, like in the temple somehow. I have no idea yeah, why, but I, could, I, I I could I could just see them trying to do that, like to like to be like, oh, don't worry, he was there. Um, <laughs> As Grogu is money, and can you imagine seeing an animated Grogu like that's, how adorable he would look? That's just I mean, way too I, exactly. Yeah. That's that's Lucas. Oh my god, tells the Jedi Count Count Dooku's origin story, new perspectives of Ahsoka and Grogu. Grogu, just drop everything. Let's yeah. go. Thirty seconds. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, it'll will be interesting to finally see. That is correct. Yeah, I, I want to see Yaddle in action. Um, I feel I'm so excited. Uh, Quinlan Voss would be a good character to follow for Tales of the Jedi season two. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be that would be solid. Hopefully, Make it the anthology hopefully, we all want. Yeah, 
yeah, hopefully this Tales of the Jedi takes off and it does very, very well because I yeah, think it they will. Could, they could have a lot of fun with with some of these characters. And um yeah, I'm excited to see and um or we could see uh Shakti's real face. <laughs> yeah, true. She dies like what, like three times in <laughs> Revenge of the um, Sith. <laughs> she well, okay, so she so she gets killed by General Grievous in a deleted scene in Revenge of the Sith. She also gets killed by Anakin in the Jedi Temple. Um uh in in a deleted scene there and then force unleashed she gets thrown into the sarlacc pit um didn't she also she died another way by grievous wasn't it or there was like two ways in the ship i i could have sworn there was two different ways and i believe i believe there was only one way she also you know died in lego star wars where she gets like you know cut in half and then she gets decapitated and it was like whoa yeah Man, nope. but uh, yeah, that'd be they, yeah. Like I said, I I I have high hopes for the Tales of the Jedi. I think it's going to be something really, really great for all of us to see. Oh, I would love for them to maybe dive deeper into maybe Luke. Um, uh, that would be good. That yeah. would be something. And yeah, Mark Hamill's no Mark Hamill is no stranger to you know voice acting. So it'd be really cool to see him, you know, come. I mean, he actually did voice Luke Skywalker again and um uh and um the last jedi. No, 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 not the last jedi. And um uh it was Forces of Destiny. Um oh, it yeah. was those small oh, cartoon shorts and and too. he actually did come back as Luke um because he because it showed us a different perspective of him training on on the Begoa, and he was very scared of like you know of you know doing flips and stuff through the trees and then you know yoda kind of you know trains him a little more and it's a different perspective but that's you, canon and that's that's tales of the jedi yeah. season two right there luke skywalker yeah. when he's young we show a deleted scene of him on dagobah we yeah. show a scene of him creating the green lightsaber and then we show him training um uh been solo like that that's just that that would make that everyone gets everyone would watch that if they released tales of the jedi season two luke skywalker i mean everybody that would just be the biggest thing ever i think i think they should do that for obi-wan as well of seeing the young um like young obi-wan uh you know maybe being brought to the temple and then uh and then one episode is him and qui-gon um with with Satine running around and then we kind of see like you know that love connection and then maybe we see him during the um during the events between attack of the clones and uh in the clone wars and we kind of see um him kind of train um of of him train uh um and and again oh actually no not between attack of the clones and uh the clone wars but phantom menace that that 10 year gap of of him kind of you know watching Anakin grow and just that you know yeah and seeing him from Jedi Knight to Jedi Master that's season I, two right there of Tales of the Jedi Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi yep. that that's the way to do it you yep. hear us Lucasfilm yep. that's how you have to do it yep. they could do every major Jedi from the prequels too and just there's the I like I I like I mean. Backstory. Like they have this tells the Jedi could be just the like you said the anthology we've always wanted just just yeah. just keep pumping these things out each year and, and man people would people would love this stuff and even and hell 
you can even do a Grogu episode. You know, we can even go and watch Grogu. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they would do that. I think they're definitely going to save that for live action. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna be last. I don't think they will. I mean, I know I did one. talk about Grogu, like you know, of, of showing up, you know, potentially. Yeah, you, did. But you did, yeah. That was more. <laughs> that was more of like of like oh yeah, you know, if they do that, they do that. But I really think they'll save all that stuff for live action because. Um, that's a huge investment right now is is Grogu's story. And I think, you know, his story being told in live action is the best way to go. Um, I don't think they'll ever touch Yoda's story. If they do, I'll be very, very surprised. Of maybe that even, would be huge. Maybe even seeing him in the High Republic era. That would be really cool to see. Seeing him during, you know, the prequels, you know, era. Stuff so that we've never seen, it. and then you go into his time on, uh, like, yeah, of, of that 20 year gap from Revenge of the Sith all the way, and just kind of him re- reflecting on everything, maybe talking to Qui Gon Jinn, uh, and, and talking to Obi Wan, like, of just like on the planet and just kind of premonizing about the old days. Um, and I don't just think anyone's that. talking about him being actually showing up in Acolyte, Yoda's totally around. Yeah, yeah, he's he's true. totally around seeing Frank Oz show, you know, come back with the okay. Now would you so want him to do a puppet? Would you want it animated? It would have to be animated. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way. I would like I mean they could do a puppet, obviously, but everybody wants to see Yoda moving around. And it worked. It worked for the prequels. So is I'm anxious to see how Yoda in today's technology will look all day. Is his mouth moving? Yeah, look. He also blinks too. Whoa, that was weird, man. That's a pretty cool ornament. This is a Hallmark ornament, by the way. Yeah, I can tell. Hallmark's like a hundred dollars. When you want to send the best, you know. (laughs) Hallmark. All righty then. Was uh, was was that it for the day, or did we? I feel like uh, James just is <laughs> What else? James, I don't want to. Got somewhere else to be. Yeah, dude, come on, man. Uh, Star Wars stuff. Still pretty early in California. I'm just kidding. What you got? I gotta throw that in there. So uh, <laughs> the packaging for all the new Black series is no longer gonna have the plastic window in front. It's just gonna be a solid cardboard box. And I got pictures here if you're watching us on video. I so here are the new Andor figures. Interesting. See, I don't like that because of the whole point of having the clear box was, you know, if you wanted this, you know, Target, which sometimes Targets are always sold out because people are camping, you know, outside the door waiting to go in and like grab the action figures every morning and walk out. But um, <laughs> the the wow. like great thing about having the clear like, you know, kind of um, thing in the box where you could see the action figure is to choose like of which character has the most detail uh, and then go from there. Um, because if you're going through the box and you just open it, it's like, Oh, cool. Great. But there was always the potential of finding another character um, or, the, or the same action figure that had more, you know, detail because for example, I have a black series uh, princess Leia from a new hope. Right. And her, faces you know it's not as screen accurate as other ones i've seen and i was like Mm. but at the time when i went there and i got it that was the only one they had left 
And then you go and look at other ones. I'm like, that's very detailed. That's more detailed than mine. Wish I had that opportunity. You're taking the opportunity away without having that um, clear plastic on the box where you can like see inside. Hmm. Man, I'm I'm very like detailed with my descriptions today. <laughs> no, it's good. That's great. I, I'm personally, I'm fine with it. I mean, I, I but the nostalgic in me is like the 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 toy boxes are different now because for years they've always you've had that plastic cover and you can see what you're buying uh i, I guess it's just just the way of the future just how it is now maybe it's a little eco-friendly as well not to have that plastic in the front um but i think it's still pretty cool i think it's a really cool looking looking box and uh it kind of it's kind of weird though when you when you display that unopened it's just gonna be a box instead of you know seeing into the box what you normally like what normal people have um like like david just showed us you know if he hung those up on the wall they would look really really cool but now you're just gonna have a box hanging up on your wall it's like there's a toy in there i promise you know like i don't know it's it's gonna be interesting for the collectors and how they're gonna how they're gonna take this yeah yeah Yeah, i'm thinking of it california might have something to do with the plastic getting rid of the plastic so you're welcome yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just one of those things. Yeah. But James yeah, is responsible. I, yeah, it was me. <laughs> yeah, I did put the poll up, and uh, we'll go Inception style here. So eighty-seven point five percent think oh, okay. Bill Burr <laughs> is less a fan than Tony Gilroy. <laughs> but it's it's so funny because he oh, it it. That that's really funny to me because of he, uh, he 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 brought that character to life in such a great way where it's not like I can tell that he's not a Star Wars fan. It was just like there was so real to his character, if it makes sense, like very relatable. Um, uh, especially the way um the conversation that him and Mando had, uh, in season two of of where he's like. You know, it 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 doesn't matter if you're part of the New Republic. It doesn't matter if you're part of the Empire. Either way, you are part of a side that is trying to control the galaxy. Like, it doesn't matter. And it's like, you know, we've never seen that side of a character before. It's either good or bad. It's not like, you know. So seeing that side from a character um, was very interesting, but it was also really cool because it's very relatable. And I think that's why Bill Burr did such a great job in the role that he had. Yeah. So there's still time to vote this poll. It's on Twitter. You got one day left and one you can find left. it at stuff pod on Twitter. Yeah. Let uh, us know what your, your thoughts are on that one. Uh, also, we are doing a giveaway on Instagram for a chance to win a uh, B2 emo. Uh, yeah. from from the indoor series. Uh, so if you're interested in that, go on our Instagram. Uh, follow the rules; it's all on there. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I might actually answer it because I want that toy as well. <laughs> the B two emo is such a great. I don't know. I don't know how how they do it, but every time a, a new droid shows up in Star Wars, I'm like, oh, here I go. I'm gonna fall in love with this droid now. And sure enough, he was he was really really cute. And uh, the design of him is really, really great. So, yeah, just be, just be sure to head over to Instagram and follow all the instructions for your chance to win your very own B2 Emo. Look at him. Adorable. Now, that's a droid I'd want just hang it, to hang out with. You know what I mean? Throughout the day. Yeah. Because he actually speaks, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't go. He actually I just feel like he has so, like, hey, like of, of, just, of just the structure of B2 Emo. It's just like, okay, 
Could it be a rolling refrigerator? Could it be a trash can? Could it be a microwave? Like I, I just think of all the possibilities. I think it's all the above, actually. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a Roomba. Uh, a Roomba, exactly. <laughs> awesome. All right. Now I think that's everything, James, because he's so ready to go. Apparently, <laughs> not quite yet. I do oh. want to recognize our patrons. Shout outs to all these people that support our podcast and believe in us and give us great reviews on Apple Podcasts. So, uh, on the purple tier, Chris Simpson, long time uh, Kevin Leininger, Devin McCaffrey, Drew Peters, Zach Netzel on the red tier, Fenrir526, Matt Heath, Maya Morris on the black tier, Maka Tautala, Nathan Shank, Evan O'Paker, and Liam McCallion. And also, too, I want to do a shout out for the people that join us on YouTube uh, most of the time. Uh, Maka, of course, is here. Mob Rules. I think Mob Rules actually lives in the same city I do. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I Vader, uh, the legacy and nerd, of course, late to the party, gave us that nice uh, shout uh, a couple podcasts ago. And um, yeah, they let us know they got the power turned back on um, for uh, someone they know. And Pizza Kid, of course. And I think that's everyone here on YouTube. So, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. It's uh, it's always fun to have you on, uh, have people participate, be in the conversation with us. And, of course, you can always find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all the places. Every popular app out there, we're pretty much on it, so... Like, subscribe. Smash if you want to email button. us, send us an email Hit there. The at yeah. Gmail as well. yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you want to email us, tell us whatever's on your mind. Um, go for it. Also, Apple Podcasts. You can uh, write a review. Give us five stars, hopefully. And um, yeah, we just love to talk about Star Wars. And um, that's what we try what and we do. do. Unless there's some type of event that happens in life that we can't podcast, such as a hurricane. Like a hurricane, the death of Max Rebo, the, you know. Well, on that wonderful note, I'm sure. (laughs) Shame on you, sir. Shame on you. Well, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we hope to be back next week with another awesome topic. Actually, so cool. Look forward to uh, episode five of Andor coming up very soon. All right, awesome. Thank you very much for listening, and may the force be with you. Oh,